Hello, and thank you for joining me on this week's episode of Every Little Bit Counts. This week, I'm going to talk a little bit about something that popped up in conversation with me, and it caused me to think about it a little bit and, and, and kind of process the dialogue a little bit because I was thrown off. So I'm going to share that. And it's about conversations about being popular or part of a popular crowd or a popular group. And let me explain a little bit about where that's coming from. So I was in conversation with a family member and they brought up that a teenage gal, similar to my daughter's age, And we're speaking about how she is part of the popular group. So she has so many friends. And I've allowed that conversation to transpire and go about. And maybe it's me. Maybe I have to look within to kind of get a perspective. But... I felt like the conversation was driven a bit off of a bit of bragging, thinking that that was some type of accomplishment or an achievement to be considered part of the popular popular kids, the popular group, the popular ones in the grade. And then I was asked about my daughter and whether she was. And I'm not sure how my response was taken, but I'm gonna share that and give a bit of my perspective. So my response is something along the lines of is the popular group is not something we necessarily aspire for. And I don't necessarily know whether my my children consider themselves to be part of a popular group because we don't have conversations too much about that around our children. And the reason why is my husband and my experience was we kind of ebbed and flowed with some of the popular kids in school. My husband kind of got along with everybody, I think, and with the guys, that's easy to do. With the girls, it's kind of like, are you in, are you out? There are people that were not necessarily part of that group that I also got along with and socialized with. And so I kind of went in and out of different groups, dependent on how things were navigating. And so our conversation to our children has been such, and I didn't necessarily explain our, me and Joe's situation to this individual, but how we direct our kids and how we guide our kids is a bit different. And I would like to share that because I would like to take the significance away or the significance we give to thinking, oh, it's important 
for our children to be part of the popular group or they're achieving something or it's something to be accomplished because the message we give is I want you to look for people that are essentially your tribe, your kind of people, people that respect you, people that you respect, that you can treat well and they treat you well from a receiving perspective. So giving and receiving like-minded individuals, people that you enjoy, people that make you laugh. And we also say, don't focus your time and energy with people that make you feel like you have to do something to be part of their group, that you have to dress a certain way or act a certain way or be something that you are not. Because I think the whole thing in our messaging is mutual acceptance. You being accepted, them accepting you, not picking one another apart. And also our conversation is respecting other people that are not people that you hang out and socialize with. I don't want mean boy or mean girl stuff happening while they're navigating this thing called life and really guiding them to find people that they genuinely like and feel comfortable and confident and lifted up by and people that they can give that to. And my son's struggling a little bit. He's in a a tiny school. He is very much into science and factoids and he did some sports, not super interested, but he's from our perspective, really intelligent in a different way than my husband and I. I was a sports individual. I pursued it aggressively and did really well in it. And my children are not following that path. It's not interesting and I'm not pushing them towards that. So helping them to figure out their individuality. And my son, like the periodic table is something he gets a kick out of knowing all other representations in the periodic uh, element table. Me, I studied it just to learn it probably for the test and for the class. And I moved on from it. But he he gets a kick out of it, knowing it. He enjoys chess. And so there aren't as many kids in this small school that have similar interests. And what I've told him is you get along with a lot of people, have your social interactions, Next year, you'll be in high school in a much larger batch of classmates. And I'm like, you'll have more of an opportunity to find your tribe, to find your people. So he's in a little bit of a place where he's not exactly finding his thing. But we're supporting him with the fact that there's going to be those opportunities. And let's just try to bring some interactions to see if we can help him find some of his tribe in the interim. So let's consider and think about how we're having these conversations out loud for others to hear because little ears pick up on things. 
let's consider how we're having these conversations with other people. And let's consider how we're guiding and directing the youth that will be leading and living in the future and will have an impact on others. I think there is so much more value in guiding them into finding their people, being exactly who they are, not trying to be something that they're not. And I'm not saying that the popular group is necessarily about that or always about that, but watching my kids through some of these navigations with groups at their schools, I've noticed some similarities to how I grew up. And it seems like sometimes you're, you're asked to compromise your authenticity to be a part of that. So let's direct them to be their authentic self. Let's support them in finding their people, whether they are in the popular group or not in the popular group. Or maybe we don't even refer to it as popular. So with considering not even necessarily focused on referring to being part of the popular group or the popular kids, maybe stop taking that reference away. And the other thing that comes to mind about that is if a child or any of your children don't find themselves within that group or part of that, do they feel like they're letting you down or that there's something about them that is not good enough or they haven't achieved or they haven't managed to get to that space? So be mindful about how you're having those conversations or what you're saying about that to and in front of your children because there's a lot in it that sets really challenging expectations on kids. And I think if you drive the conversation in a different manner, maybe some of you find that how we directed our kids or are directing our children is healthy or not, you can entirely disagree. But I think there's something to be said about helping them find their people, finding their tribe, versus focusing on any other aspect. And then reminding them to find acceptance and be well received by their friends and be able to give that back in return. So let's consider that in our future conversations or conversations going forward. I hope it gets the wheels turning, maybe inspire some people hearing this and thinking about it because I think mindfulness is really important as we navigate through life. And this is one of the areas that we've tried to be mindful in our family. So maybe it'll inspire you or guide you along your path with having discussions with and around 
kids that are going through this. And as an adult, it's not about being in a certain clique or kind of like a pat on the back. I'm not even sure what words I'm looking for, but find your tribe. It's important to find your people. Feel supported, support others, be received well, accepted for who you are, and not trying to be something that you're not or something that you don't really even want to be. Authenticity is a huge aspect of living the best version of your own life. And helping your kids understand that early on will help them so much further than maybe we've been guided towards in our journeys. Um, So that's really my messaging around that. I hope it's inspiring. I hope it makes you think, and I hope it makes you consider how you have those conversations and the things that that we all say out loud. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode. And I hope you uh, join me on next week's episode of Every Little Bit Count.